welcome to the Fuel for Your Journey podcast, where it is our mission to bring you topics, testimonies, and conversations that will fuel your journey through the seasons of life. I am your podcast host, Sabrina Sally, a.k.a. D-Life Mentor Coach. I am a woman of faith, a mother, a Christian author, faith-based life coach, and wellness advocate. My ultimate vision for this podcast is to support others in gracefully moving through life and only accepting God's best plan for their lives. Discover more about me, the podcast, products that I offer, and stay abreast of events at www.dlifementor.com. That's www.d.d-e-e-l-i-f-mentor.com. Feel free to join us for the live recording on the first and the third Thursday of each month. We'd love to take your questions, dialogue, and have you be a part of the Fuel for Your Journey community. In the event, however, that you miss us live, you can catch us on your favorite podcasting platform at any time. You can also find us on YouTube and Facebook by searching Fuel for Your Journey or on Instagram at F-U-E-L-U-R. J-R-N-Y. If you are interested in being a sponsor, a guest, advertising an upcoming event, or even partnering with your product that will benefit our audience, please contact me at info at dlifementor.com. That's info at dlifementor.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And now, welcome to tonight's broadcast of the Fuel for Your Journey podcast. Greetings and blessings, and welcome to the Fuel for Your Journey podcast. My name is Dee Sally, and I am the podcast host. I want to welcome those who are joining us for the first time, and welcome back to you all who are regular uh, guests on the podcast. We really appreciate your support, and thank you for tuning in. Today is Thursday, sorry, Tuesday. We are having a a special broadcast this week. We normally meet on Thursday. So today is Tuesday, February the 12th, 2019, and our topic for this evening is empowerment for pastor ministers' wives, also actually pastor and minister wives. We're going to cover that. And our special guest tonight is Lady Tawanda Holmes. She is the founder and the president of the Maryland Covenant of Minister Wives, Inc., um, which is a Christian non-denomination, 501c3 nonprofit organization whose overall mission is to develop coach, and mentor wives of ministers and pastors. They also provide community service. 
The sisterhood is supportive and committed to addressing the needs of wives, of pastors and ministers who desire to develop a more intimate relationship with God, strengthen their gifts, and sharpen their spiritual tools to love and empower their families, their ministries, and their friends. These dynamic sisters serve on numerous ministries, such as ministers, Sunday school teachers, worship leaders, etc. They have various vocational backgrounds, such as educators, accountants, health care providers, stay-at-home mothers, etc. And they also serve as the minister or the pastor's wife with experience ranging from under five years to over 30 years. MCMW offers biannual development classes online Bible study, and monthly empowering conference calls. They also support other nonprofit organizations by providing financial donations and volunteer services. Their website is www.mdcovenantministerswise.org. And if you need to, to get that website address clearly, feel free to visit our uh, Feel Free Your Journey page on Facebook. We have the full detailed information mapped out, not only about the Maryland Covenant Minister Wise, but also about our guest, Lady Tawanda Holmes. So without further ado, I want to welcome to the Feel Free Your Journey podcast, Lady Tawanda Holmes. Get it. Good evening. Hello. Thanks again. Can you hear me okay? I can. You sound great. Okay, great. Thanks again for allowing us to come and share on your show. You are welcome. You are welcome. I'm honored to have you on. So um, I want to welcome you back, actually, to the podcast because you were actually uh, on a few months ago with the ladies of the Born Again Daughters of Zion with you uh, when you guys book first came out and um so i'm excited to have you back looking forward to what um you're going to share on this evening yeah so thanks for having us back we enjoyed the podcast with um of course our visionary um elder laverne pearly and the other awesome women of uh, women of bad z for the born again daughters of zion so thank you so much for that opportunity as well as this opportunity you're welcome. So um, let's get right into it. This show tonight is um, all about empowering minister wives, um, minister and pastor's wives. Let's start off with um, you sharing a little bit about the purpose of the organization and also the history. I did see briefly in your chapter within the book, you know, how you came about um, starting uh, this ministry, but if you could give our listening audience some information about it. Absolutely. So first, I want to just really quickly acknowledge 
um, a few people. One, I want to acknowledge my um, church family, which is the Bible Way Missionary Baptist Church. Um, my husband is the um, pastor there, the Reverend UGB Holmes Jr. And also want to recognize the officers of the Maryland Covenant Minister Wise, um, which is um, Vice President Lady Adrian Allen, um, Secretary Lady Denise McCormick, as well as our Community Service Coordinator. Lady Altonise Lee, and all of the wonderful sisters at the Maryland Covenant Minister Wives. I believe I know um, at least one sister called in. She almost beat me calling in <laughs> to the podcast, and that's Lady <laughs> Thomas. So thank everybody for calling in. Um, but just a little bit history about us coming together. Um, I was a member at the um, New Lebanon Calvary Baptist Church, and Pastor Quick, uh, Willie E. Quick is the pastor there. My husband was actually associate minister there, and he was um, he's going to be ordained. So he was in the process of being ordained to move to another church to be the assistant pastor and then become pastor of that church. And while that was taking place, uh, Pastor Quick recommended that I go uh, attend a conference. Um, Pastor Tony Evans' wife, Dr. Lois Evans, at that time, this was a few years ago, she had a first ladies' conference down in Dallas, Texas, and the information was phenomenal. The fellowship, the worship was absolutely amazing. And one of the things that I noticed while I was there uh, was that, boy, it sure would be nice to have something like this in Baltimore, <laughs> Maryland. Um, and at that time, you know, I was still pretty new in terms of being a minister wife. So I knew, and I didn't grow up in church, by the way, and I talked a little bit about that in the book. So all of this, you know, attending uh, worship um, service on a regular basis and then being married to a minister, that posed a lot of challenges for me. So I definitely needed a lot of development. So, you know, just talking to a few um, seasoned pastor wives, and they talked a little bit about how there were other pastor wives or minister wives associations, but unfortunately they were unable to give me concrete information like exactly where were the meetings held, who was the president, location, and all of that stuff. And at that time they, they, there were no websites available that they, they were not on um, the web to obtain that information. And, and I talked to a you know, some other season passed the wives and thought maybe they could organize something. And, of course, they're busy with their own ministry. Um, right. So the Lord had laid it on my heart to start one. And, and I have to admit, I was a little bit hesitant because at that time, you know, again, I'm, I'm a minister wife, but at that time my husband was not a pastor. But I knew that I needed this this mentoring and this development, and, I you know, I just – so this organization, this ministry, was birthed out of my need <laughs> to be developed mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. to be mentored. That's normally how it works. <laughs> and so in October 2013, I just reached out to some minister wives and some pastor wives, invited them to my home, and say, listen, you know, I need some development. And I think there are some other sisters that need some development too. How about we come together and we form a ministry and we get this off the ground? And sure enough, in 2014, we were incorporated. Um, we received our 501c3 shortly after that. And that's where it all began. Well, that is awesome. You know, that's um, like the foundation of ministry is identifying a need and coming up with a solution. 
So yeah. that was awesome, you know, what you did and and see, God allowing you to see that need um, from first experience and moving forward with, you know, getting the individuals together to make it come to light. So um, you've already shared a little bit about your journey of how you became uh, a minister and a pastor's wife. Um, tell us about the process of actually being a minister or a pastor's wife from your perspective, your experience? So (laughs) I will say that um, when my husband and I were dating is when he told me that he was being called into the ministry. Um, and And I will say prior that, no, I think he had already asked me to marry him. But had he mentioned that prior to while we were dating, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure. I right, right. Because I, I just felt like that was something that I was not ready to take on. I knew it would be, you know, a huge commitment. I knew it would mean that it would be denying myself a whole lot mm-hmm. of things that I, I'm just being honest that, quite frankly, I wasn't ready to give up. <laughs> Right, right. Oh, you didn't think you were ready, right. Oh, absolutely not. I wasn't ready. Oh, my gosh. This mouth of mine and a whole lot of other stuff I had going on. So I knew I wasn't ready. But, you know, God, you know, thought otherwise. And I think the other Mm -hmm. thing, um, one, and a lot of women, most minister wives, most pastor wives do not aspire to be minister wife or pastor wife. Mm -hmm. But I think it's comforting to know that, one, God made us, um, if if our husband was called to the ministry, we're called to the ministry. We're his help meet in every way. And it calls for a lot of us being, you know, humble and just, embracing the fact that we are not called to do whatever we want to do. We are called <laughs> according to his purpose. And whatever God has purpose for us, we need to get in line and do what he called us to do. So I think that's, uh, that was one of my challenges. And I think that's mm-hmm. a, lo- a, a big challenge for a lot of minister and pastor wives is just kind of denying themselves um, of them living the life that they want to live. Right, right, right. It's definitely, uh, um, I can't think of exactly, I know it's scripture-based, but um, I can't think of it right now. Prayerfully, it will come to me. But, you know, it it makes me think of Mark 10 and 8 where the word says, and the two shall become one flesh. And then in Genesis 2.24 where it says basically the same, where it says, therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And I, the emphasis there is one flesh. Because right. like you said, you know, you know, even in Amos 3 and 3 when it says, how can you walk together except they agree? You know, all of that blends in. You know, that's why it's so important to, you know, when you're dating and getting to know one another, to have those conversations, you know, um, to uh, – to talk about what you feel that you're called to, you know, That's and share right. your hopes, your dreams, and desires. So prayerfully, unless God does something down the road, you know, which he's famous for changing up things, but prayerfully um, everyone will be on the same page as to what they're called to, what their gifts and talents are, 
and where God, you know, has designed them to be placed. Right. So I think also, um, and I'm just going through it, and I hope you don't mind, I'm just going to go through some, no, 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 some you're challenges. Fine. Um, mm-hmm. Another one is like church's expectations of a pastor mm-hmm. wife or minister wife. I have to admit I'm really blessed that the Bible Way Missionary Baptist Church family where, you know, there were no certain expectations of me. Well, I kind of made sure mm-hmm. of that because, <laughs> because one of the things I, you know, I decided to do when I first got there and they offered um, my husband the position is I wanted to have a luncheon with all, like a meet and greet with all the sisters of the church. And we did, you know, you know, a round robin. And we don't have, like, we're not a mega church or anything like that. So it's maybe about, you know, in terms of membership, we're, you know, under 200. Um, so we just had a round robin uh, with all of the sisters, and I just wanted to hear directly from them their expectations of me. And I tell you, I was really blessed because most of the comments were, we just want you to be you. We just want you oh, that's to support awesome. our pastor. That's awesome. Where, mm-hmm. you know, other churches, I hear from other minister wives or pastor wives, you know, they, oh, we want you on the choir. We want you to do this. We want you to but the majority of the comments were very supportive and loving. We just want you to be you. We want you to support our past and support us. So I'm really blessed in that regard. Yeah. So one of the things I definitely would encourage, you know, um, ministries to not put unreasonable expectations on the ministers and pastor wives. Um, because I got to be honest, if you ask me to sing on a choir, you're going to regret it. You <laughs> <laughs> don't make a joyful noise. Yeah, that, that, that's what they say, make a joyful noise. And, like, and I tell them all the time, I say, I have a voice only our father loves, okay? So <laughs> you don't want me on the choir. All pastor wives and minister wives, they can't sing. Lady Thomas on here who's on the call, she can go now. She can blow. But to wander home. Uh-uh. I didn't get that. You know that stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love the fact that you, you know, you had that uh, meeting, you know, at yeah. the beginning because it set the precedent, precedent you know, for things and, and, and let them know where you stood, you know, That's and right. to, to welcome that feedback, you know, yeah. to not come, to be open. It, it sounded mm-hmm. like you were open and, and that, would I guess would be very, very important in that case. Yeah. And I'm an extrovert, so this comes easy for oh, me. I will for you. say, you know, ministers mm-hmm. and, and pastor wives who are introverts, and I think that's mm-hmm. a lot of times ministries need to recognize that, that you know, people have different personalities. Different. Yeah. Someone who is introverted may not feel comfortable doing that, but that doesn't mean they're not interested in ministry. That doesn't mean they can't be effective in ministry. It's just that they do ministry differently. Different. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that they're something that I've heard in the past. Like, um, it doesn't mean that they're standoffish. Why? You know, you right, know, right, right, it right. could, like you said, be their personality. Um, so it's a two-way street. It sounds yeah. like. And to be honest, some of them who appear standoffish, some of them are scared. They're guarded. really terrified. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they could be guarded for several reasons. They could be guarded because mm-hmm. they were hurt in ministry mm-hmm. and they don't want to be hurt again. They right. could be, you know, standoffish because things at home is not well. Mm-hmm. Um, they could be standoffish because they're not secure in who they am, who they are, and in terms mm-hmm. of who God created them to be. They could be standoffish because 
stayed, doesn't have a rich spiritual life. In other words, they don't know how to pray. They don't mm-hmm. know how to read the scripture, if that makes sense. They so have, no, yeah, I understand. So yeah, from yeah. that standpoint, they would have a fear, you know, of someone right. finding that out about them. That's exactly right. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. So just one, you know, ministries to be careful of how they label, you know, minister wives or persons, because there's other things that's going on there. Yeah. 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 Very so, important. So another thing, balancing home and ministry. I know that comes up sometimes when, you know, mm-hmm. um, the MCMW sisters get together. is trying to balance that. And one of the things we talk about is, first and foremost, your relationship and your worship with God. That's number one before anything. That's number mm-hmm. one priority because if that's not intact, that's strained, you can't be effective in any relationship anything. or any task. Yeah. So that has yeah. to be first. And secondly, your home. Home comes before ministry. If home is good to go, that's one less thing that our husbands have to deal with. So I know oftentimes we have some minister wives or pastor wives who, you know, have young children, they're working, they have ministry, and just trying to figure out what that balance is. So we definitely encourage that order. Definitely balance. You know, I can imagine having – I can't imagine, rather, having that extra level of, of responsibility, you know, being a, a, a family that's a ministry, you know, um, or that's serving in ministry. So, yeah, that balance is truly, truly important. So, um, you know, what other um, words of empowerment or recommendations would you have for empowering women who find themselves in this role and as a wife to a minister or a pastor. Yeah. And going back to some of the um, women who, minister wives or pastor wives who up here, you know, stand off, I think one of the other things that, you know, a lot of women in that role, they're not transparent for various reasons. And everybody, I say this all the time, everybody do ministry differently. You know, mm-hmm. I, I personally don't have a problem with sharing my past, my past being one thing is molestation. Um, mm-hmm. And I think what happens when you do that, the walls tend to fall down. You're able to have better relationships. And I think some women, are they're afraid to be vulnerable. I don't have a problem with being vulnerable. I, what's happened in my past is happening in my past, <laughs> and I can't yeah. change that. All mm-hmm. of that. It's under the blood, you know what I mean? Even if it's that I have no business doing, you know. So I'm secure in who I am, who has God mm-hmm. has created me, and the God who has forgiven me for that stuff. But I think oftentimes that's a hindrance in ministry for women who are minister wives and pastor wives as they pass. Sometimes they're still broken, and they mm-hmm. haven't had an opportunity to be healed from some things in their past, be it molestation, be it abusive parents. Um, things like that. Um, but they definitely have to be able to work through those things, let the Holy Spirit direct them in working through those things and be healed through those things in order to be effective in ministry. Um, yes, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Um, another thing is spending quality time with your husband. You know, oftentimes, you know, um, I do most of the planning, and I'm okay with that. But, you know, sometimes I hear others is like, oh, man, I got to always plan the dates. I got That's okay. He, he actually has a lot on his plate. 
recognizing that. If that's something that I'm better at than him, then in order for me to spend time with him, then I need to take that on. Um, so now let me ask you a question about that. Sure. So, sure. you know, um, so that works for you, right? Um, but right. that may not work for another sister who, um, you know, we all have a different love language or languages. And if that love person's love language is um, act of service, then they may thrive from their spouse, you know, taking the time to actually plan and schedule and things like that. So how would you recommend approaching, you know, other than um, one of the things that I saw in my, in my preparation for this is to tell him the truth, the importance of telling him the truth, to being able to have that open communication and sharing your heart. You know, how would you recommend um, that sister approach that, you know, with their spouse. Yeah, it's, and we're talking about just the spending the quality time. Right. No, actually, well, in order to spend quality time, like you said, it has to be planned out. And, right. and you said you, you didn't have a problem with doing that, but, um, but what about the sister whose love language is the acts of service? And if they find that, you know, they have been – and they have planned a lot of the time, but, you know, they really thrive and, and, you know, they really thrive on having their spouse do that for them as well. Oh, so, you know, you know what I'm saying? How do you yeah. um, recommend that they facilitate that balance in the relationship? Because it can't always be, it won't always be able to be one-sided. I agree with Unless, that. Yeah. I definitely. So I guess it's a crucial conversation to have. That's exactly what I was going to say. I think that's a conversation between, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, the the husband and the wife about, you know, hey, honey, it it sure would be nice if you planned something. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm doing the bulk of it, and I don't Mm -hmm. mind doing it, honey, but, oh, it sure would be extra special if you were able to plan at least one or two a year, you know, something along that mm-hmm. line. But it's definitely – and it's a, it's, it's a time to say it, too. Right, that right, right. Nice, like he's getting ready for his sermon. <laughs> time to do that. <laughs> right? And it's all right, like right. how you present it, too. You know, I'm getting tired mm-hmm. of planning all of these dates. You need to do something. That, that's yeah, that ain't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to put up a wall. That ain't going to get it. It's the timing. <laughs> And it's the how mm-hmm. you say it. Okay, that's good. Okay, so uh, we talked about the, the the ladies who are already made their commitment and they they're already married to the pastor or the minister. Um, if you don't mind, can we spend some time talking about? Um, and you were you you were in this role, of course. Any woman who is married now to a pastor was a fiance at one point. Um, you know, let's if we can talk a bit about the woman who is now engaged to a minister or a pastor, you know, um, how do you guys the coming at um your group, how do you support women who are fiancés? 
So, so, yep, that's a good question. So we probably, more than likely, we haven't had anyone that was engaged. Everyone who's, oh. who's there so far is um, a wife. But that does okay. not exclude, we wouldn't exclude someone who is engaged. So okay. the, the um, mentoring will be the same. This is the expectation. And i got to tell you, they are in a better position because at least <laughs> – where all of us were like, okay, we're in it, so we got to plow on through. No, I just right. say that. Yes, I'm just kidding. I enjoy, we, we, I enjoy ministry. But that is a crucial place in terms of being, mm-hmm. you know, a fiancé because it's a big it's a big expectation, and you have to be really diligent, and that has to be you have to know that that's what the Lord has called you to do. He's called him, and you you're not even married yet, so you know this is what you're taking on right so the mentoring right. and the development that it it would be the same okay, so tell us about some of the things that you um you guys participate in um and I think I read some of the things when I was reading um, the bio about the ministry, but if you could share some of the things that you guys do, you know, to stay connected and the mentoring that you offer, just share yeah. with us. Okay, sure. So um, we do have a um, website, and I, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for sharing um, the website. Um, and we get one question all the time. One particular question we always get is, how often do you all meet? When are, when are your meetings? Are they, they mm-hmm. once a month? Is it every third Saturday? You know. So first and foremost, we only have one meeting a year, one meeting oh, wow. a year. That's the annual meeting, and that's in January. And the purpose of that meeting is talk about the accomplishments of the year before to introduce new members, to talk about what we have planned for the, you know, the upcoming year, and just a, just a general fellowship and to bring everybody up to date with the financial statement. So that's what we do in January. It's always either the third or the fourth Saturday in January every year. The remainder of the year, we're involved in either community service. Uh, we've um, gone out to, like, the Help It Up mission to serve meals. We've been to Our Daily Bread. We've been to Movable Feast. Um, we now have a relationship with My Sister's Place, which is a non- – and all of these are nonprofit organizations. My mm-hmm. Sister's Place is actually um, for, for women and children, and it's not quite a shelter, but it is an organization – that will provide them a safe place, women and children, from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sunday through Saturday, provide them three meals, provide them a place to shower, and all types of services, like how to do resume writing, how to conduct interviews, um, and, and help them with health care services. We have formed a partnership with them that they've asked us to come in and do Bible lessons with them. So that's a new okay. partnership we've just started with them. We, we go down there, and every time we go down there, we end up, we feel like we're more blessed than those women. <laughs> <laughs> the last time we went down there, we, oh, boy, we pray and sing and cry all over the place down there. It is just wow. an awesome 
fellowship, and the last time we were there, we did a lesson on the women in the Bible, and two women gave their life to Christ. So that's what it's all about. Oh, it was an awesome fellowship. So that's community service we do. In addition to that, we have empowerment classes. So I know um, throughout the years we've had classes like how to – how to navigate conflict, how to resolve conflict, which is my role as a minister wife or a pastor wife. I know this year one of the things we want to do this year is we want to offer two empowerment tracks for sisters who are interested in being leaders and sisters mm. who are not interested in being leaders. they rather just support ministries. So we're going to offer various classes around how to do ministry proposals, how to lead a ministry meeting, how to support a ministry, um, things like that. And lastly, and the third thing we typically do um, throughout the year is um, fellowship. Fellowship is in the form of we have a husband appreciation luncheon we typically do, and we have a blast. I'm convinced we laugh because we usually go out to a restaurant and I, I, we are convinced that eventually we're going to be barred out every restaurant <laughs> in Baltimore because when we go, awesome. we let our hair down and we have a ball. It's all about that is the so important. Taking, that, mm. taking time out from ministry. Mm-hmm. They get to fellowship with other, you know, men in ministry and just enjoy themselves and eat and laugh. So that's something that they really enjoy and we enjoy doing for them. We also have what's called Sisterhood Day. That's just for us. We come together. Mm -hmm. There's no lessons. There's no community service. There's no teaching. And we enjoy all of that stuff, but it's just some time for us to come together and just enjoy each other. Um, So that's what you can actually expect. And we also, I think last year was the first time we've had the Breast Cancer Awareness Outreach. And I think we're Mm going to do something like that this year as well. Well, this is awesome. Yeah, so that's what you can expect for, you know, from the Maryland Covenant Minister Wise. We also try to embark on a one-on-one mentoring as well. Some of the mm-hmm. sisters want more of, like, the one-on-one, so just trying to pair them up with um, a more seasoned pastor or minister wife so they can get That's a more awesome. intimate, yeah, yeah, a more intimate mentee experience, developed experience. So it sounds like you guys, you know, are really thriving and you're covering all the bases and, you know, you're definitely providing the solutions to the needs that the women who find themselves in this role, and not just the women, um, it sounds very well-rounded. You know, um, I like the fact that you guys um, have the fellowships and um, the men and the women come together and you're catering um, to the men, but then you also have time set aside for just the sisters to, um, you know, let their hair down. That's really yeah. awesome. Is there anything else that you want to share um, with those who are on the podcast tonight before we open the lines for any questions or comments? Sure. Um, so th- what's my role and how do I best help my husband? That comes up sometimes. And so one of the things that we recommend is that's a conversation between the husband and the wife. Um, and as you're having this discussion with your husband, you know, how, honey, how can I best, you know, assist you in ministry? And just making sure mm-hmm. those things align with your gifts. Like, I know my husband's not going to ask me to sing a solo. 
<laughs> and I'm okay with that. <laughs> right, right. The other thing is, you know, just making sure we, you know, growing spiritually, you know, because our husbands, they, they need our prayers. And there's times yes. that we need to be able to minister to them and be able to speak a mm-hmm. word into them. So we definitely need to be studious and be humble. Um, yeah. One of the things that um, sometimes that can be a challenge for pastors and minister wives, sometimes we feel like maybe, you know, hey, I'm the pastor wife. I'm only being honest, pastor wife, minister wife. I don't have to do all that. Y'all do that. I'm going my route. And that is not a good, you know, testimony. We We should try to, you know, whatever the protocol is, we need to follow protocol as well. So I know at Bible Way, our church secretary does the announcement. I would not dare pop my behind up there and think I'm going to make an <laughs> announcement without talking to her first. You know what I mean? I'm not. I right. Dare say, You're not well, crossing any boundaries. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm the pastor wife. Mm-hmm. I can make whatever announcement. No, how dare you? So right. <laughs> decently and in order. Decently in order. So we definitely mm-hmm. want to be you know, our line. And also we want to be our husband's biggest cheerleader. You know, I always yeah. say, you know, that, that you, know, I, you know, my husband, you know, I love him um, to death. I, I love my husband. He's an awesome preacher. I praise him in public and I correct and love in private. And that's Amen. something that we can do. You know, my husband, mm-hmm. he doesn't mind being corrected. You know, there are some things that, you know, I see and I say, hey, honey, you know, can we talk about this? And he, you know, and that's done in private and with yeah. love. So that's something that I definitely want to um, encourage sisters to do. And, again, there's a timing on that. It can't happen Saturday night, and it, sure, it shouldn't happen right after Sunday he preached. So it's definitely got to be a time of when and where to do that. And don't be gossipers. So it's e- <laughs> that's easy said <laughs> and done. A lot of minister wives and pastor wives, they're privy to a lot of information, but you can't dare share that and be a gossiper. And having friends in, in church, I, you know, that's a hard one too. So we definitely have to figure out a way to maintain healthy relationships, mentor, mentee, your good girlfriends. That should be outside of the ministry because it actually hinders you being able to minister to certain women in the church because they will see you as clickish. So you got to mm-hmm. be careful that even if that's not your intent, but if they notice that you're, you know, you, t- you tend to gravitate to certain women all the time, then you're saying, I'm not, I'm only accessible to them. And also, if I'm not getting along with them, I'm surely not going to talk to you about my issues. So we got to be so right. careful um, about that. Mm, so it sounds like that is one of the things that would keep um, a, a pastor's wife from opening up as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. So yeah. So I think you've covered you've covered so much today, and you know, shared a lot of nuggets with a, a pastor and minister wives. You know, as they serve in that role, I, we want that's the main thing I wanted to you know, share on today that it is serving. You're serving your husband and um, that to become one, you know, it's not just that he's the pastor, but you two are one. So like you said, you're praying for him, you're supporting him, you're sharing with him in private, you know, um, you're 
And one of the things I don't think that we've talked about um, tonight is that your his eyes when he doesn't necessarily see, I'm sure. Right. That's right. That's right. That's right. And to be able to do that in an objective way. You know, mm. God called us to love everybody. He didn't call us to right. like everybody. So we got to right. be careful. I'm really careful about what I share. And, and, and what's my motive for sharing it? I, am I mm-hmm. sharing it with my husband because I don't like that person? You know, that, that, now that's not right. You know, <laughs> okay. we got to yeah. be really yeah. careful about about that. Everybody do ministry differently. You know, I prefer to work. I'm a worker. You know, at Bible Way, you know, I know my role is to help my husband serve Bible Way. But everybody, again, they everybody do ministry differently. Um, my first lady, um, Thomasina Wharton um, of Connection Point Church, the pastor there is Bishop Raina C. Wharton, Jr. Um, she was a great role model there, and she, she could teach, she could preach, she could sing, and she was very personable, and she just had a heart for women. And, you know, for me, that's my ministry. My ministry is women because I had, you know, I was a hurting woman at mm-hmm. one point, so I can relate to some of the issues that women go through. I don't look at sisters and be like, oh, she's just messy. I just, that's just surface stuff to me. Right, this is something deeper. That's exactly Mm -hmm. right. That's how I look at a sister who's cantankerous or who has an attitude or has some other issues because we're not born that way. Right, right. Something happened. Something that happened Mm -hmm. to this sister that has caused this to happen. And all women are not, all minister wives and pastor wives are not women ministry leaders. All of them are not called to that ministry. I know. Yeah, you know what? That always seems like it's always the expectation. Like he's going to head the women's ministry and you know lead the the annual Women's Day. That's do you agree? Ministry? Yeah, that's I agree. That's my ministry, it's, but for all pastor wives, that's not their ministry. Not They're okay. to work with the children. They don't want no mm-hmm. parts of women for various reasons. Some of it, like I said, if you're an introvert, that is a difficult, but not that you can't do it. But if you're an introvert, it's difficult because with women, you got to chase them down, and you got to have a lot of patience. When they come out yeah. their mouth sideways, you got to be able to redirect <laughs> Stand down. <laughs> God calls me to love. I'm supposed to love everybody. I'm supposed to love everybody. I think that's all of us. I think that's all of us as Christians. We we have to constantly remind ourselves of, ourselves of that. Yeah. I wow. There was <laughs> there was one more question I was going to ask you. Okay. What about um the the women who work directly alongside their husband as the co-pastor. You know, do you find that that, that's a a different group that, you know, requires a different level of mentoring and support? I do. I, I, and this is just my opinion, that I'm not a Mm co-pastor. But for the women, we do have, I I know at least two, we have at least two um, sisters part of Maryland Covenant Minister Wives that are co-pastors. They've been in the ministry over 20, 25 years. And mm-hmm. um, they are more of the mentors to us you know, okay. versus mentee. But I think, I think everyone should have a mentor. 
everybody yeah. needs a mentor to, in yeah. order to grow. But I agree that is definitely, you know, a very unique role. Um, but they definitely, you know, I think everybody needs a mentor. Excellent. So um, I'm going to open up the lines. We have a whole bunch of listeners on today, so or tonight rather. So um, if anyone's on the line and they have a question or a comment, please press star six on your phone, and you'll be entered into the conference line, and Lady Holmes will be able to answer your question or receive your comment. Again, you can press star six on your phone and join us into the conversation. Um, let us know if there was something that was shared this evening that was an aha moment for you. Um, if you had an experience as a pastor or minister, wife, wife rather, that you'd like to share with the audience, the podcast audience, feel free to join us and share. So uh, I guess nobody wants to share it tonight. I think you covered everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I did forget to mention because I know, you know, the sisters are on, and, and I'm sure they are, they're like, she didn't say anything about that banquet. So please let me say this because I had an opportunity <laughs> in another venue, and I did not. Um, okay. This year we're celebrating five years. You know, we were formed in 2014. Thank you so much. To God be the glory. So yeah. we're celebrating our fifth year this year with a celebration banquet. And it is Saturday, May 4th, um, 2019, from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. And it will be held at Martin's East. The ticket price is $50, and we do have a flyer on our website. Um, our theme is, since this is five years, um, Grace is uh, year five is the year of grace. Our theme is serving with grace, purpose, and passion. And, again, our flyer is on our website. Our um, preacher will be um, Pastor Brenda Tuggle of the Garden of Prayer Church, um, Christian Church, um, and we will be honoring widows. Uh, we oftentimes um, forget about the widows, and this is the widows of pastors. You know, once the pastor retires or he's gone home to glory, sometimes, you know, um, ministry forget about the woman who stood by his side when he was serving diligently. So we want to honor our widows of um, pastors. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Awesome. Did you want to leave, or let me say this, can you leave one last word of empowerment and encouragement to a pastor and minister wife who is new to the role and she needs some <clears throat> encouragement, you know, so that she can properly support her husband without losing herself? Oh, that's a good one. So I would definitely say that you definitely need to pray a prayer life. You definitely need to spend your own personal time with devotions. Um, and you definitely need a support, and it's not within your ministry. 
as much as I love the women at Bible Way, there's just some things that I absolutely will not share with any of them because they're not pastor wives. The only mm-hmm. person who's going to be able to relate to you is another pastor wife or another minister wife. So I strongly encourage her to find a strong mentor, somebody that she respects, somebody that she admires, or she's definitely welcome to join us, of course, at the Merlin Covenant Minister Wives, where we have an array of um, ministers and pastor wives ages from late 20s all the way to 60s who have experience from under five years to over 30 years. And definitely have a conversation with the husband about expectations. Because as long as, mm-hmm. as long as the husband is satisfied with her service, the husband and God, that's all is, is required. All that matters. Amen. Well, to God be the glory. This has been a great conversation. You know, um, I'm honored to have you join the podcast on tonight. Um, if you could just leave one last bit of information. I know I mentioned the website in the beginning, but if you can just um, leave the website and any other contact information for that um, pastor or minister, wife or wife-to-be that is listening to the podcast at a later date and wants to reach out to you to get more information. Sure. Sure. Again, our website is www.mdcovenantministerswives.org. And if you Google uh, Merlin Covenant Minister Wives, it should come up as well. Uh, my phone number is 410-340-6199. It's also on the, um, the website. And we do have an email address. It is info at mdcovenantministerswives.org. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lady Holmes. Thank you for joining uh, me and, and sharing with the listening audience of the podcast about the Maryland Covenant Minister Wives Organization. I appreciate you. And God bless you in all of your endeavors and your community as a whole. Um, may God continue to shine down on you guys and continue to lead you guys in the continuance of making a difference in the lives of pastor and minister wives. Um, well, everyone, we have reached the end of – you're welcome. Well, everyone, we have reached the end of another empowering episode of the Fuel for Your Journey podcast. I want to say again, thank you, Lady Holmes, for joining us. Thank you to our faithful listeners and committed supporters. Until we meet again, remember, just as a vehicle never gets very far without stopping by the gas or filling station, neither can we. Our Father in heaven desires that we seek him with our whole heart and be filled daily through his word and a personal relationship with him. His presence is the greatest fueling station of them all. Thank you, Father, for filling us up as only you can. Join us for the next podcast conversation on Thursday, February the 21st, 2019. And tonight I'm going to close. Uh, First, I want to uh, say happy love day. To everyone that's tuning in to the podcast, we know that uh, 
There will be a lot of celebrations that are going to be taking place this Thursday. I'm going to close out with a song that I thought was fitting for this particular conversation and for all, sending it out to all the pastor and minister ministers that are married out there. Um, this is a song by T.D. Jakes um, with Shirley Murdoch. Um, it's from the Sacred Love Songs CD, and it's called You Are My Ministry. Enjoy, take care, and God bless. You are my ministry. You are my Yeah.